Welcome to another new episode of the Get Organized with Declutter Me podcast with myself, Shalina. I hope you're well wherever you are in the world. We all have those items we can't quite part with, but they're taking up valuable space in our homes. Whether it's sentimental keepsakes, seasonal decorations, or just an overflow of possessions, self-storage units often appear as a tempting solution. But are they really the answer to our clutter woes? Today, we're going to explore the ins and outs of using self-storage units, I can't say it fast, self-storage units as part of your decluttering journey. So let's first start with extra space, which number one, the most apparent advantage of renting a self-storage unit is gaining extra space. It allows you to declutter your living spaces and create a more organized, spacious environment. This is especially helpful if you have a small apartment or small house and you don't have any storage facilities within that space. Number two is seasonal items. So storing seasonal items like your Christmas decorations, Eid, Ramadan, Halloween, St. Patrick's Day if you're American, and you know, winter clothes or sports equipment in a self-storage unit can free up valuable closet and garage space, helping you to maintain a clutter-free home year-round. This is especially useful if you have a lot of Christmas trees. So I know a few clients who have massive, big Christmas trees. So there's nowhere to put them at home because storerooms are just not big enough for them. So these units are great for this kind of situation. Next up is business storage. So for entrepreneurs and small business owners, self-storage can be a cost-effective solution for storing inventory, paperwork and supplies. It helps to separate your business materials from your personal space fostering better organization. Next is security. So reputable self-storage facilities often offer enhanced security features like surveillance cameras, access control systems, and on-site staff, providing peace of mind that your belongings are safe and protected. Next is the flexibility. So many storage facilities offer flexible rental terms, allowing you to adjust the size of your storage unit as your needs change. This adaptability can be particularly useful during major life transitions, such as moving or downsizing. Another useful thing about these units is for vehicle storage. So some self-storage facilities offer vehicle storage solutions, which can be helpful if you have limited parking space, beautiful classic cars like Ferraris or Aston Martin, or seasonal vehicles like RVs and boats. So number seven is relocation ease. So if you're moving to a new city, a new country, or just a new home and need a temporary storage solution during the transition, self-storage units can be incredibly convenient. But we will talk about the cons of doing that as well, especially if you move countries. Next up is seasonal inventory management. So businesses with seasonal inventory can benefit from self-storage by reducing the overhead costs during off-peak periods. So it's clear that self-storage units offer numerous advantages when it comes to decluttering your life. However, with any solution, there are always potential downsides to consider. So we're going to go through the cons of having a self-storage unit. Number one is the cost. So renting a self-storage unit can become a significant monthly expense, especially if you require larger space or opt for climate-controlled units. Over time, these costs can add up and may exceed the value of the items you're storing. Next is hidden clutter. So self-storage units can inadvertently become a black hole 
where items are forgotten and left to gather to dust. This can lead to more clutter in the long run, defeating the purpose of decluttering in the first place. Next up is maintenance. So while your items are out of sight, they still require care. You may need to visit your unit periodically to check for pests, humidity, or any potential damage to your belongings. Now, I've seen this when I've worked with clients in uh, storage units that, you know, there's been flooding and they weren't made aware of it by the units and things have been damaged. Um, there's been pests where they didn't know had come and they might have been from another unit that's infiltrated into their unit and destroyed, especially furniture, wooden furniture um, and things that have eaten the boxes as well. So that happens often, like um, pests eating boxes and books. So they all get damaged. So everything that's precious just goes. So do check your unit every so often. Next is the emotional attachment. So holding on to items you're not ready to part with can hinder the decluttering process and prevent your personal growth. So the emotional attachment to these items can persist even when they're stored away in a unit. So if you do have that situation, it's best to call an organizer to come in with you to help you to part with these items and to also free up the space and potentially get rid of that unit. Next up is the difficulty in retrieval. So sometimes the items you store in a self-storage unit may not be easily accessible when you need them. This can lead to frustration and inconvenience, particularly if you use the unit as an extension of your living space. Next is the long-term commitment. So many storage facilities require a minimum rental period, which may lock you into a contract even if your storage needs change. Next, overlooking the decluttering. So renting a self-storage unit can sometimes be seen as a quick fix, allowing you to delay making tough decisions about what to keep and what to let go of in your own space. That also links back to the emotional decluttering as well. There's also a potential for a clutter expansion. So if you continue accumulating possessions without decluttering, you may find yourself needing larger storage units or even multiple units perpetrating the clutter cycle. And then you might forget your unit. So many expats move away and forget that they have the unit and are paying for them. You end up wasting money on a unit and being too far away to deal with the items within it. When you do finally get back to the country or to the city where the storage unit is, it's often difficult to get to sell, dispose or give away the items within it that you don't want anymore. So you're wasting money and also finding it hard to get rid of the unit as well so that is something that you always have to bear in mind that you remind yourself that you have this unit and that you eventually have to go for it so there you have it they're the pros and cons of having a self-storage unit from a clutter perspective it's essential to weigh these factors carefully before deciding if a self-storage unit aligns with your decluttering goals and your lifestyle But before we wrap up with today's episode, let's explore some tips to make the most of your self-storage unit if you have one. Um, So first, label everything. So use clear descriptive labels on the boxes and containers so that you can quickly find what you need in less than five seconds, preferably without rummaging through stacks of items. Also create an inventory. So maintain a digital or physical inventory list of what's in your storage unit. This can help you to track your belongings and make retrieval more manageable, especially if you're in a foreign country and you're asking somebody else to go retrieve the items. Regularly review. So make it a habit to visit your storage unit 
unit periodically to assess whether you still need the items stored there. Consider donating or selling the items you no longer want or need. Finally, keep the essentials at home, so reserve your self-storage unit for non-essential items. Items you use frequently or hold significant value should remain accessible easily in your home. Thank you for joining the Get Organized with Declutter Me podcast with myself today. Remember, the ultimate goal is not just to move your clutter from one place to another, but to streamline your life and live more intentionally. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please reach out to us on our website or through our social media channels. We love hearing from our listeners. Until next time, stay organized, stay clutter-free and take the first step towards a happier, more organized life. Thanks for listening to me and we'll see you again in the next episode of the Get Organized with Declutter Me podcast. Take care. Bye.